Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snake worm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. Well, I was going to intro and be like, was. so like, don't know if you want to like play it as if like, like what I was going to do is like, I like, and it's going to be like, what I was thinking was like. Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from St. Paul, Minnesota, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. I don't know where that is. It's in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Minnesota is one of the 50 United States. Minnesota. And Minnesota. The United States is the country directly to the south of Canada. So 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 it's the hat the head that Canada as a hat sits on. Yes, that's the best and frankly only way to describe <laughs> The geography of the United States and Canada. Well, this has been riveting. Why are we here? <laughs> uh, who could even tell? Uh, I don't know at this point. To the award-winning Brose podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. The premise of our show, as always, is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do that while enjoying a delicious, crisp, refreshing glass of rosé. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you want to email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, let's discuss the alcohol we're drinking this evening. Uh, and once more, we are going to start with Mr. Tim Hansen, who's wrapping up his birthday celebration this week. Yes, I am. Uh, and in true me fashion, um, finishing it off with another wonderful scotch. And this would be uh, the Glenlivet 18-year single malt scotch whiskey, oh. which I do believe was a present from all of my bros uh, at my bachelor party. I believe it was. I believe I was yes. almost 90% sure that's the one we picked out. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So the theme was all these great scotches that I've gotten from... Uh, taking part in my own wedding as well as weddings of friends. <laughs> because weddings are great and scotches are great. So why not? I normally tell, don't, I didn't want to dictate to you how to enjoy your bachelor party or how to enjoy your wedding, but the only instruction I gave you was don't drink the Glenlivet at the bachelor party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this is not a bachelor party scotch. So uh, how do you like it? It is delicious. I love it. And Excellent, man. It's it's like got maybe a quarter of the bottle left. So I've slowly been enjoying it on good occasions and great occasions. And I did share it with uh, my groomsmen on the morning of my wedding. So, Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I, I would say, I, unfortunately, I, I, I want to cut in. I would say our one failings as groomsmen 
was also not telling him that we were paintballing the next day after we got to his bachelor party, uh, to where he vomited, what, five times before we played? <laughs> no, no. All the vomiting was after paintball. Okay, okay. And it was only twice. Okay. <laughs> but Tim actually didn't have anything to drink that weekend. It was just his fear of paintball. Yeah, you know, exactly. exactly. A- as, I, as I figured out over the, the, the following months, I'm pretty sure that was just uh, Tim doesn't do well with nicotine from cigars anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Those days are, 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 are getting further and further in the rearview mirror for everybody. <laughs> Sean, what are you Steve. drinking? I'm drinking Altered Dimension, a rosé from the Columbia Valley, and uh, it is very good. It's uh, pretty fruity, just a nice rosé. That's it. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Altered Dimension, <laughs> a rosé from Columbia Valley. Hmm. Uh, it's pretty fruity. Uh, I can't remember the rest of everything Sean said. Uh, I've pretty much polished off my bottle. It's I really like it and might actually go buy some just to store. So Rich is being uh, modest. He didn't uh, pretty much polish it off. At the end of last episode, he did polish it off. Well, no, there's still like this. I mean, I, I, great, great podcasting. There's still this much left in it. Mm-hmm. Like there's still it, it'll be polished off by the end of the episode. That image of, of Rich taking a swig out of the bottle the way that like Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> drank out of a bottle of uh, like a carton of milk or something like that it was is wild. <laughs> I am drinking Rose d'Anjou. Uh, it is a rosé that is made of about 50% of Gamay grapes and 50% of Grelou grapes. I've pronounced each word three different times over the course <laughs> of these three episodes. Uh, a family, a story, a passion. Since 1885, six generations of Bougrier have mastered the art of winemaking in Loire Valley, creating delicate and subtle wines. We wish you a great pleasure tasting our wines. That wasn't on the bottle. I just made that up. Uh, And it is uh, quite good wine. It's very, very good. All right, Sean. You've got our last envelope of questions, correct? I do indeed. Or email, whichever one you want to go with. Whatever. Yeah. I like calling it an envelope. Retains so. the aesthetic pleasures of our mm-hmm. of the before times. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's our first question, Sean? Our first question is show and tell. Can everyone choose one thing in your room that you'd like to share that represents something about you? Hmm. Uh, if you'll look uh, over my shoulder, uh, to on my, on my right, your left, uh, the the logo of the award winning Brose podcast. <laughs> Sits behind me on a wall, uh, on the wall directly behind me. So uh, I would say that's that's probably uh, something that tells us a little bit. It tells you, the viewer, a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. Only a little bit. Only only what a uh, hundred and twenty six episodes. Twenty five billion me. podcasts episodes. <laughs> what about uh, you guys? Um, I've got this. Uh, wooden box here that was gifted to me and it says rich sweet and groomsman 9 14 2019 it is uh timmy actually gave it to all of us as groomsmen i was gonna um, say where'd that come from <laughs> <laughs> uh for being groomsmen um and uh it was like it had like cigar a cigar in it a lighter and 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 some other things um 
But I personally have never smoked cigars. Uh, and I even straight up looked at him and said, you're going to have to teach me how to smoke a cigar when he gave this to me. Because I was willing to partake at least once. Um, but within it is uh, my incessant need to buy too much dice, too many die, for uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Because I fucking love that game. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it is probably the best thing I can show and tell at this moment. And, like, even if I shake it, they're all the die. Oh, I love it. Very aesthetically pleasing, Sam. Yeah, it, it also just shows off my 27 dresses, um, uh, phenomena that is me, that I've been, I've, I'm always the groomsman <laughs> and never the groom. <laughs> Listen, yes. being a groomsman is also a phenomenal experience uh, and a it, fuck ton of fun. It is, and it, it it is an honor. Like I make this joke, like, but it is an honor to have been asked and to be in in everyone's wedding, minus somebody's here. And I, as I stare right at Sean, even though I know <laughs> you we could be staring at anybody, zero possible <laughs> yeah. way for anyone to know. Who you're I know it's it's, it's 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 obviously a joke. Me and Sean weren't that close when he got married. That's so. true. It's, it's, I get you would you would have made the cut now. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, that's you, sweet. If I ever get married, you all make the cuts. So. Oh, wonderful. Aww. Thanks, bruh. <laughs> Timmy, you were rooting around in your room. Where uh, what did you find? I was. I love. That's why I love having wireless headphones because I got to. I heard Rich talking about the box. I was like, oh, I got to come back. <laughs> um. Uh. Martha got me this final fantasy 7 displate so it's like a metal poster that i could stick on my wall and i just it's a cloud with the buster sword over his shoulder it's really cool looking and at the bottom it says if everything's a dream don't wake me hmm. and yeah that's, very that's, cool i that's... love video games and i just love that quote that's that's that it was i i saw that and i had just like this Oh, that's beautiful reaction. Right? I love it. It's going to go right here next to my computer so I can nice. always be looking at it. Nice. Sean, what about you? I got these two frisbees. Oh. With Jake and Alice on them. They're hanging on my wall. Mary got them for me for Christmas, I believe. And they are just, I don't know. I'll never throw them because I don't want to lose them because they are very special to me. But that would super be, yeah, that, those, those it'd, it'd be terrifying to like risk throwing that, and, like breaking <laughs> yeah. it, or yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. a scratch on it now across Alice's face. Exactly. So I'm not trying to. I actually have that fr- like that same model of frisbee that I do throw. So Mary got me the right type, but I'm never gonna throw those because they're they're too special. Those or worse, adorable. you get older and you find out you lost one but not the other. <laughs> Oops. Uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, I have something similar to what uh, Tim shared with his Final Fantasy VII plate. I have one that's a an issue of the Incredible Hulk, like a comic issue. That's just the metal plate. I can't get to it at this moment without having to move a bunch of stuff in my in my room. Otherwise, I would show it off, but it's it's very similar to what Tim showed. I mean, all the other stuff I would show is like all of my electronics doodads and projects and stuff are somewhere in this room. Yeah. So that's just too much to show. Yeah, a lot, a lot of scouring going on. Uh, all right, John, what's our next question? What is your favorite way to connect online? 
Pornhub. <laughs> you're you're that guy who likes the the videos on that site. Although I've never been there, you're that guy who likes the videos on the site and then clicks the share button and puts it on his Facebook. There's a like button. I just thought there was a comment section. <laughs> Why share when you're just copying the link and sending it directly to all your friends and family via email? Hey, check this one out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is obviously enlightening to me because uh, Tim said his favorite way to connect online is Pornhub, and I wasn't familiar with any other ways besides that. So I got to do some research. Expand your horizons. Yeah, you porn. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Rich, favorite way uh, to connect online? Gaming, um, primarily like uh, the, the 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 like the survival slant, sandbox like builder games where like. You're not really, you don't really have an objective. You're just sitting there futzing around with your buddies, building bases and just doing stupid shit while you're talking and, and having a good time. Like, I, it's, but gaming in general, but that's like the survival sandboxy gaming is, is like a good way to connect with people. All right. What about you, Sean? I'm going to go with gaming as well. I think playing video games with friends is probably the best for me the best way to connect online consistently because it's just such a like communal experience that's other than other than just like talking or whatever mm-hmm. on facebook messenger like it is it is a truly it's it's the best way to feel like especially now with all like not being able to get together really like it's the best way to feel like you're doing something together mm-hmm. yeah it, like it, it's also because when we're having like these group zoom calls or discords or whatever like only one person can really talk at a time otherwise it just gets all bogged down and, and muddy so that like at least if we're playing games we can have that singular conversation while like if one or two people are talking everyone else is still occupied with whatever we're gaming with mm-hmm. so like we could have 12 people playing mario kart three people having a conversation everyone else is playing mario kart Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say gaming as well for for just our friends. Uh, generally, it's Twitter. I just enjoy Twitter because you sort of can hop on with a certain like, you know, you see how like the commu- a community is is reacting to, you know, a, a sporting event or a, a movie or or a political event. Like, I just enjoy seeing that. Even though it's kind of a hive mind thing, I sort of enjoy seeing like the general public reaction to something. So, um, gaming for close friends, uh, Twitter for uh, the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my real answer is uh, actually gaming for both close friends and also randos, because uh, just like jumping into what are like group required events with random people I've never met don't know who they are and whatever i i find that very entertaining sometimes uh like you definitely find random people and just like y'all are fucking dumb i didn't think like how do you breathe let alone turn on your computer mm-hmm. uh kind of stuff but like get uh all the clans and stuff i've joined in destiny or other games has always been for the most part random people and just getting getting to see how they react to new aspects of me as we play more 
and vice versa, learning new things about them and finding commonalities. That's just super entertaining while also like shooting aliens and doing funny shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's there's something about like sitting there playing Stardew Valley with four of your friends and every, like that game is based on like a, a, like a, a set time per day and every day in game being like, all right, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do today? Well, I'm just going to tend to farm. I'm going to go fish. I'm going to go to the mines. I'm going to do that. It's just, there's something about it. That's just like, I don't know. You, you choose what you're going to do and then you just shoot the shit for 20 minutes while the day goes by. And then you, you, you like not a lot of strategy needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other ways to connect? I, mean, I like Reddit yeah. also. I think it's a good Ooh, way to get yeah. to be in a like a community of people like like-minded people. I, mm-hmm. It's a good way to do that too. Oh, I think I'm finally unbanned from one of the subreddits. <laughs> Pornhub has a subreddit too. <laughs> I figure it's very easy to just go to Pornhub. I mean, but yeah, subreddit. <laughs> um, no. Sean, what is our next question? What art forms have you yourself tried? Music. Uh, yep. Playing guitar. Years and years ago, I tried drawing. Uh, was not very good at it. Did not have the patience to get good at it. So primarily music. And I, I don't know if you count writing as an art form, but we'll go with writing as well. Like song, I mean, songwriting and, and article writing to the extent that you call article writing and blog posting art. It's linguistic arts. Mm-hmm. Linguistic, my favorite language kind of pasta. Arts. Language arts, yeah, language arts, yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Um, writing. Uh, and I've tried learning to play the bass. Um, I haven't really picked it up in like close to a year, or and a half or more. Um kind of regret having that having been a christmas gift because i feel bad that i haven't picked it up too much but yeah uh pretty much just writing and 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 yeah maybe trying to do music and shit uh i'm bad at art and i make nope never mind not going there but i'm really bad at like drawing and painting and stuff like that i'm i'm not good at it uh, I definitely don't have an artistic eye in that sense. Um, music, singing, I can play exactly one song on piano, kind of, sort of. One song on guitar, kind of, sort of. One song on bass, actually decently well. Uh, and it's only 45 seconds long, I think. I don't know. How how long is Grab the Devil by the Horns by Sum 41? <laughs> it's about 45 seconds long. Yeah, there we go. So that's the only song I can play on bass. Um, pinch hitter Tim Hansen playing bass on that song. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen those uh diamond like painting with diamond things like ads? No, it's like painting by numbers, but instead of using actual paint, it's like you get these little plastic shiny crystals or diamonds. Uh, I've done a couple of those that have turned out well. One. One is done. The other one is almost done. And it's just kind of like an easy way for me to just zone out and do it. I've, I've seen those um, with 
with these sausage fingers, and honestly, I feel like I have a lack of like refined motor skills. That gives me anxiety just looking on how <laughs> little those are and trying to do them. Oh, they're super fucking tiny, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't do those. It's just, I'm like, it drives me too nuts. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I will just sit here and play on my phone instead. <laughs> just think of like a big painting, break it up into a bunch of pixels that are like a millimeter and a half It's square, and then putting each one of those in with a pair of tweezers. Mm-mm. That's all. That's not a big deal. <laughs> no. Nope, 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 nope. And Sean? Um, Yeah, I also, and visual art is not my thing. Uh, I can't do it. I can't draw. I can't paint. Right. Well, I mean, I can. I'm just not good at it. Um, But I have have done writing, and I've done, I play music from time to time. So, you know, same as everyone else, I think, here. It seems like we're all pretty, we're all not super visually mm-hmm. talented, but we have the other, we have writing and auditory artists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I've, I've tried, like, drawing, uh, I primarily, and, and Sean can attest to this, primarily map drawing for Dungeons and Dragons, but, like, I've thought about, like, trying to dabble into, like, uh, like character drawing and, and and figure drawing and things like that. But I just like I I'm still like I don't know. I just I don't think I'm good. So I'm too much in my head about like how bad it would be that I just don't want to push myself that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It is drawing. Drawing drawing can be hard, man. That's what they tell me. I wouldn't know because I can't draw for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, what do we got next? Would it appeal to you to travel at the last minute to an unknown destination in non-COVID times? No. No. Not no. that spontaneous. Um, yes. I would. If 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 I could get the time off, like if, if they if somebody said to me, like, let's take a week away for this and work approved it, absolutely. <laughs> like I'd be down for it. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah, I, I I want to travel more in general in my life. I've never really traveled. I've never been off the East Coast. But it, but it's an unknown destination, so you don't know where you're going before you leave. I used to do that all the time but, in, in college. People would just be like, hey, let's go. And I'd be like, hell yeah, dog. <laughs> and then we'd end up in like Avalon at yeah. the beach. I mean, it's, it's an unknown destination, but it's still a destination I most likely haven't been to so it's still something that like everywhere has something to see it's just if you're you have to you might have to look a little bit harder it's a good way of looking at it mm-hmm. it's very important for me to be able to optimize uh <laughs> my time and uh the priority of things to do and it's in a city or destination whatever it may be and it's impossible for me to do that if I don't know where I'm going ahead of time. So uh, for the sake of my sanity um, and for the sake of me feeling like I got the most out of my time, uh, I would not like to go somewhere on on a whim at the last possible minute. I, I would like to have the opportunity to plan out where I'm going and where you know, my wife and I are going to go eat, where we're going to visit, you know, where we're going to stay, things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm less the optimization route, and like if you say, "Hey, last minute, you want to go to insert place here," but it at least has a name, then I'm yeah, I'll probably be like, "Yeah, let's go." 
that sounds cool. Like I'm down, but the the trip to unknown location, I'll be like, where the fuck are we going? And that'll drive me nuts. And then when we get there, I'm like, well, I didn't know where we were going. So I spent the last however many hours not being able to like have a general idea of what I want to do when we get here. Because that's that's half the fun of the trip. It's just like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, oh, we could go do this. We could go do this. We could go do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get to this place, find out where I am, and then just already be pissed off. And if I'm not pissed off, then I'm just going to be like, well, I, I just don't know anything about where we are. And it is too much effort to find out. So I'll chill in the hotel room. Peace out. Mm. Yeah, the looking forward to the trip is half the fun. The anticipation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts, or shall we move on? No, we can yeah, move let's on. Go. I think we can move on. Well, let's churn right along then, Sean. What do we got next? Do you feel peer pressure when it comes to your appearance? No. Not right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. But I do, because I want to shave my head so bad, mm-hmm. and Mary won't, Mary won't let me. She Come says, on. no, I don't want it. And I'm saying, Do it, Listen, coward. I, go. I, I am a coward. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, uh, mm. my, my sister came downstairs the other day and said to me, you look like our uncle, which I don't have a good relationship with this uncle. I recently blocked him on Facebook. I hate him. That was kind of, I took offense to it because of my hair and how long it is. It's like, you look like our uncle. And I was just like, now I have this pressure of, I need to get a haircut. We're in the middle of COVID times. I don't really know if I want to go get a haircut. Jensen's wedding's in a couple of weeks. I still need to get a haircut. And so, yeah, I I have this pressure of like, even going to get uh, our wine for today, I made sure to put on pants and not wear sweatpants to go get wine. Because like, I feel like I still have to like conform to that little like th- like that little bit has to conform to like the, the norms I, I i know people that go out wearing uh i'm probably going to pronounce it right uh kugurumi like the 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 onesie like the animal onesies from like the japanese animal onesies i can't remember how to pronounce it but it's just like the character onesies or like the animal mm-hmm. onesies and like there are people that just will go out and not give a bother in the world. And I'm like, I wish I could be that way. I wish I could go food shopping wearing a, a, a hooded onesie that looks like a fox. I wish, but I could just never do it. <laughs> it actually sounds like a pretty cool outfit. Right? Right? <laughs> it down. does. Like, uh, Yeah. I, so yeah, I feel immense pressure about my uh, about my appearance. Tim, uh, not so much. I think the extent of me like going out in public, I'm like the complete opposite of Richie, where it's just like, do I have to put on real pants? Like I'm going to avoid it. And like one of the last checkpoints is for like how I look going outside is like, is my dick hanging out? No. All right. <laughs> Like, no, then, then, then you have to go back in and make sure your dick is hanging out before you <laughs> yeah, make sure it's hanging out. Yeah, uh, and that—that's like it, essentially. And that does not always pan in my favor, but at the same time, it—it's kind of like I mean, if I really needed it to, 
it I would have dressed appropriately, but clearly I didn't care enough and it's not that important, so I don't care. Um Yeah, that that that's pretty much it. I think for like dates with my wife, like I, I want to match her her level of dress, um, depending on where we're going. So, you know, if she's if she's wearing something a little nicer or I'll uh, instead of just wearing, you know, a ball cap and t-shirt or even a polo shirt. I'll like, okay, I'm going to a nice button up for this. Um, so that's probably the closest thing to it. And then, you know, I guess the office, but there's typically an office dress code there. So it's less peer pressure and more, Hey, maybe don't do a career limiting move today uh, kind of <laughs> pressure, uh, and show up in my unicorn onesie for the, for this month's quarter end <laughs> meeting. So that's, that's about the extent of it though. That's, that's the worst about it is the office. Like I work from home. I will never work in an office, but they have outright said that we can't like it is in our manual. We cannot have off colored hair, like non naturally colored hair. And I'm like, I want to have green hair. I want to have like different colored hair and express myself in those ways. But I have this pressure of like, well, what if I have a phone call? Or a video call or whatever with my job. Or what if I'm looking for a new job? That pressure of you need to look, quotes, like a normie in order to get these jobs. Hmm. And it's like, it, yeah, it's like I'm always feeling that with just so much. That's a bummer. I, I And that's honestly one I hated in any situation. I did enjoy about Wawa that they became much more flexible and down with it to the point where it's like when a new employee came in and be like oh my god i love this tattoo or oh your gauges look awesome or anything along those lines but like in corporate america it's just like such a faux pas why why does why does my hair determine how professional i am Mm -hmm. yeah like it, it shouldn't it definitely shouldn't Sean, uh, you mentioned the the hair thing uh anything else no i just i mean i feel I think pressure to kind of maintain a certain level of professional kind of attire and uh, grooming, I guess. But it's everything's kind of out the window a little bit with COVID. Like, I would definitely have not grown my beard out if it hadn't been, if I had, if I was in the office. But it's almost. Uh, this is my, my year long beard and I'm going to shave it come, I think probably next week. Cause I'm over it. I don't know how you do it, Rich. Honestly. <laughs> it, 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 uh, I mean, I don't know what your beard care routine is. It's almost um, non-existent. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's probably the problem. Uh, if you were to get like beard balm or beard oil or even beard and, and beard epic. shampoo, like that would it would make it a little bit more worthwhile and not not annoying. Um, it's also in the corporate world. It's the best way I can express myself because I can't have colored hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to express myself with the beard. Like, And there are days where I'm just like, I want this off. It's itchy. It's scratchy. It sucks. But then there's days where I'm just like, this looks really fucking good. <laughs> and I'm just going to I love it. Mm hmm. Uh, Sean, what do we got next? What do you want to learn from your bros? How to play guitar. I 
I was thinking the same how to play musical instruments in general, <laughs> guitar, bass, whatever you guys got. Mm. Um uh, video and music editing or mm. just audio editing of any kind. Mixing. Yeah. That that's mm. what that's actually what I want want to learn from you guys. I don't really care if I learn guitar or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim, I have a very specific thing that I need to learn from you. Is um, it math? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, ma- math, math is is not important. Uh, but and, and you're good at the math you need. <laughs> math uh, is for snowflakes. Yeah, exactly. You fuck off, you fucking ingrate. Jeez, you cucks. Uh, so, <laughs> Tim, I need to learn how to build a computer, and I have a few very specific specifications. Um. I need uh, something that can hook up to four monitors. Uh, I also need at least three hard drives. Uh, I need a Core i7 processor. Uh, I need you know the nicest graphics card you can find. Um, and I also need something that can have six optical drives as well as 12 USB ports. My budget is $20. <laughs> uh, and uh, I need it within the next day. So if you can't get over here in the next 20 minutes... I'm just going to start doing it and then you can fix it for me when you get here. Uh, this is not an HGTV show where it's just like, we have a budget of $2.5 million. My career is catching butterflies. <laughs> no, you don't catch that them. Is, you just look at them. Yeah, that is my favorite meme. I love it. Uh, I do genuinely want to learn how to build a computer in, in spite of all the just preposterous conditions I'm putting on it. I, I mean, I've, I, tinkered with computers i was, but I was I on board scratch. for like such a long time and then you got to the optical drives i'm like this is starting to not make any sense <laughs> <laughs> are you saying having six optical drives in the year of our lord 2021 is not a reasonable thing nor practical for computers i mean i mean having one is almost useless at this point <laughs> the, the the four hard drives didn't throw you through a loop there like you don't no, need that makes four sense. hard drives like no you you have you have two set up in in raid Backing up the other two, like that makes perfect sense. Like okay. I was on board, and this is this is good because um, you're obviously the expert here. Why do I need insecticide for this? Um, for all the viruses, <laughs> the bugs you might catch on the internet. Oh, fuck. God, you're so smart. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, I would like to learn how to build a computer, though, and I I, f- I feel like although we all have some experience with tinkering with technology, uh, Tim having repaired. Uh, a billion uh, video game systems and the like over the last year is uh, made me want to learn it from you. Word. That'd be fun. I like building computers. Mm-hmm. Martha and I are building her new one next week. And by we, I mean, I'm going to stand there and she's going to build it so that she learns how to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Learning experience. Anything else, guys? So I've, I've essentially got one for each of you that I want to learn from you. <gasps> And so it's like, Matt, I want you to teach me, like, how to play guitar, music, bass, whatever. Like, primarily bass, because that's what I've got. But, like, I want you... I I would like to learn how to play music from you. Uh, Tim, it's same vein, like, tech. And, like, you're you're very tech-savvy. And although I can pick that stuff up, I'm not very good at it. And I want you to teach me how to be better at understanding tech. And Sean, I want you to teach me how to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, I don't, (laughs) I don't know how. (laughs) 
You gotta let you gotta let your walls down and just not care. Yeah, pretty oh, I, much. I try. I try. I I tend to feel like and like I hate saying this about myself. I tend to feel like I'm a lot more funny during the third episode of the show than I am the first and second <laughs> of each of session. Uh, and that's because I've I'm a full bottle of wine down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I want to learn from you guys. But in general, yeah. I want Sean to teach me how to frisbees. Oh, it's not. It's 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 hard. <laughs> it is. It is. He he tried to teach me once, and uh, I learned that I'm not good at throwing it straight, but I'm good at throwing it tomahawk. And he doesn't throw it tomahawk, so he can't really teach me that well. <laughs> and I suck at both. <laughs> like I'm. I got. I got a good like twenty foot putt, and that's about it. Everything mm-hmm. else outside of that, I am I'm winging it at best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anything else, or shall we move on? Um, I think I want Matt to teach me how to edit audio for real, because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you do I'm just, just fine. Like, I'm just making yeah. it up as I go. I, I, that's kind <laughs> of what editing is, though. Like, <laughs> You just yeah. make it up and hopefully and like at the end of it you listen to it, it sounds good. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. get too defensive, but just making it up as you go along would be an atrocious way to learn how to edit a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get too defensive here. Um I would like to learn how to play D D from Rich. Um and boy. There's a lot I'd like to learn from Sean. I think Sean's very specific brand of humor and being able to do it off the cuff, I think, would be something that I'd like to learn how to do. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just the, 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 the witticisms. Sean's better at Twitter than I am, so I will go with that. The, the <laughs> I, but I'm not, though, because I never tweet. <laughs> I tweet so infrequently. Because well, that's what it is. It's like... It's like I it, save it. it. Like, yeah, exactly. You, you, you save the, the gold to, to reuse the gold thing, and you just unload it when necessary mm-hmm. look i i had a tweet and facebook post that i thought was gonna kill and no <laughs> one reacted to it i'll i'll say it here it was about the mr potato head and it was straight up um everyone's complaining about mr potato head but look we're when when all this trend uh, how did i say hold on i gotta look up how i said it because i, I, don't I remember reading up. it and that was my introduction to the fact that anything was even happening and i was just like what the fuck is richie talking about <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, how i see some of sean's tweets because i'm just like what the fuck is this even about <laughs> or i read it and it's just like oh this is gold <laughs> so it's either i have no idea what's going on or this is amazing so it was about mr potato head and i was i thought this was gold and it was there's so many people mad about a potato who in the past said they that they identify as a potato Look, we're just accepting your lifestyle. Oh yeah, like I remember that. All right, Sean, what's the next question? No. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was gold, and it obviously wasn't. And this is what I want to learn from Sean is to make <laughs> oh, that gold. Oh, oh, it killed Richie. It killed your entire audience, so they couldn't respond. Yeah, I lost a few <laughs> followers dead, on that one. Murder. I lost death. a few followers. Dead. <laughs> All right, Sean, what's our final question? Final question is, what are some examples of justified violence that you can accept? Punching a Nazi. When Rich killed all of his Facebook followers with that joke. Um, boxing. 
I think yeah. pun- punching a Nazi is a good answer. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. It's pretty much all I got. Yeah. It, it, um, if, if self-defense. If I think there yeah. are there are situations when it, in self-defense, I think you can justify violence. But for the most part, it's a uh, few and far between, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people are too quick to violence in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then there are certain situations where it's like they're... And then the people who aren't too quick to violence are far too slow to the point where they essentially set themselves up to become a victim with no sense of self-defense, which is probably not how I wanted to word that. But it's like the the, the argument of you don't want to drop to their level goes so far to the point of, well, now you've just straight up lost and it's over and now you don't have like someone is dead or you have lost a limb or like you got the shit beat out of you because you did not want to defend yourself. And to me, that's more of a, that kind of comes across as like white knighting. So you've made yourself the victim or you've made yourself the martyr. It's like, but, but what did you really accomplish? Would it have been better to defend yourself and put somebody in their place, or just be like, "Woe is me"? Mm-hmm. Eh, but but yeah, that's a different conversation. I think, hmm. kind of, sort of. I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, 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 man, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, yeah. Yeah, punching Nazis, defending life. That's largely it. Mm-hmm. F- football is not a justified form of violence, mm-hmm. but I can accept it. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. When I said boxing, I didn't notice that it said justified. Um. I mean, you're getting, you're making a payday out of it. Um. <laughs> yeah. Self defense, pretty good one, and of course the crane kick at the end of the Karate Kid. Yeah. Of course, I'd forgotten uh, about illegal. that crane kick. Yeah. It was totally illegal. He was the villain the entire movie. <laughs> Somebody's been watching oh, too much Cobra Kai. That's yep. such a good show. That's the totally other kind of violence that I can accept. That's Cobra Kai. Show. <laughs> <laughs> that show is so good, man. I cannot wait for season four. Five? Four? I didn't finish season one. Oh, dude. It gets so good, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. But yeah, there's, there's the... There's the like you said, uh, punching a Nazi, um, uh, self-defense, and uh, kicking the shit out of Jake Paul because he's a fucking jerk. Those are the only kinds of justified violence I can accept. <laughs> defense of a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most of it's, de- it's defense, I think. It's yeah. never, like, active. You're not... I don't think ever it's going to be, you know, you fighting somebody actively. But- like you said, if your immediate reaction is to jump to violence, like like I said in I believe it was session one of this of this uh, or, or episode one of this session, like if your immediate reaction is to compare it to being to Nazism, like no, just no, you don't jump to to violence right away. You got to talk this shit out first, like and foremost, like don't don't jump to violence at all. 
But if you're defending someone, if if someone is being attacked and you're defending them, then then I'm all for it. Or if just there is a Nazi, then yes, just punch them. If your state of existence is by nature a threat to someone else's existence, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any other examples of justified violence? No. No, 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 I don't think think so, no. That's it. We did it. There's a take bubbling somewhere in this podcast. There's a take brewing. A witch's brew. It's been a brewing. (laughs) Uh, We we purposely held this one out to give people time. So um, it is an episode of The Sweetened Show. Um, But Tim, uh, you said in a previous episode, I can't remember which one. I've drank a lot today, so I really can't. uh, That you love callbacks. So I'm calling back. To a previous House of Hansen, where you had said that WandaVision isn't good. That is not what I said. What I said was people who are hyping WandaVision to be amazing need to chill the fuck out. That's yes. what I said. Yes. Um, however, I did get a text message from you uh, about a week or so after we recorded that episode. And See? you're your text message said, uh, where is it? Finally watched that much. It's in there. <laughs> finally watched episode six, and now it's getting exciting. See? So I just I want to follow up on because at the time of recording, WandaVision has ended. We are now three weeks out after the end of the series. Actually, uh Falcon and Winter Soldier has started by this point. Uh, what were your final thoughts of WandaVision? I personally, I loved it. I loved the entire thing. But I like I want to hear from someone who wasn't all, all about it first. So, I will stand by my judgment of the first five episodes. Has not changed whatsoever. And... that that That's it. And we I got you to essentially agree... That the pacing was bad. You just really liked the first three episodes and then didn't like the fourth episode because it was too jarring or whatever, which Mm -hmm. is the definition of bad pacing. Mm -hmm. If paced well, there wouldn't have been that like. So I stand by my assessment of the first five episodes or the first four episodes in that statement from the introduction of like those episodes. I think they did. A very, very good job of progressing the story, having little twists, answering enough questions before uh, bringing up new questions. And even the end of the series, there are still a handful of questions which are just like, all right, I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to know. Yeah. The finale was great. The wrap up of the show was great. A lot. uh, Some of the theories that came out was just like yeah that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense and it's like oh cool they actually did it that way or oh they went a different direction but i still like it so overall i think it was a very good show i will still absolutely not say it was an amazing show because i don't think it was i think it was a good show Mm -hmm. Uh, and you you did you, I, I just want to make sure because you, you watched this this week's episode uh, before we recorded. I made sure of it before we talked about this. Um, you did see both credits scenes. 
totes and i was hoping there was going to be a uh a vision post-credit scene and there wasn't and honestly i think that was a good decision i was actually kind of expecting a benedict cumberbatch uh uh um um cameo during that but it didn't it didn't take it away i love the reference of the dark hold because that was something that was in agents of shield and that's something that's like in the marvel universe um but overall yeah i i loved the first three because i it was what i was expecting from the show Mm -hmm. and so then when it came to season four that was my least favorite episode like i said Mm -hmm. and yeah i agree i wish they had changed the pacing a little bit but i also understood why they did the pacing i Um, i i get it and i get what effect they were going for but i mm -hmm. still disagree with the execution the 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 uns the unsure footing and the unknown aspect of it Yes, I get it. That that that's well executed, but you still have to have a point where you bring it back to everything else. If you had, and this is what we discussed last time, if you had taken episode four and the like grounding in the mm-hmm. real world and parsed it out amongst the first couple episodes, it would have been less jarring. Would have made the whole made more sense. Yeah, in the fact that you didn't know all of the answers, but it still would have given you somewhere to stand yeah whereas the beginning of the show didn't at all like even for people who have been watching all the episodes and know more about the comics you still unless you know this particular storyline in which case you already know the general arc of what's going to happen Mm -hmm. for the most part clearly it's not exactly the same but unless you already have that previous knowledge it's a bad start to a show and yeah. I will stand by I, that. I will. I will agree. Like it, this, this show's biggest downfall was its week by week release. Yeah. If it were a full release series that everything came out on the one day and it was a binge series, like a n- normal Netflix series, I feel like there there wouldn't have been that much of a like. Uh, I I can't figure out like the word or the t- but like. I think like, it would have been more beneficial. Yeah, that's like it would have been, it would have benefited a lot from having just the straight up binge release. Correct. The the way this particular show is structured uh and like the vagueness and the confusion and the lack of solid directional movement for what was essentially a month uh does not fit that kind of release mm-hmm. style. Yeah. And that was that was partially what sparked my argument. Uh, was a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, you just don't know how to watch shows anymore that aren't all released at once." And it's like, no, I do. And there have like Mandalorian did an excellent job of doing that in a universe that has been well fleshed out, and it, it's it's the closest comparison you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yes, I agree that this show would have benefited from being released all at once. And if they weren't going to do that, they should have written it differently. Yeah. And, and I, as much as I like the episodes, I do agree with you on that aspect. Like the, 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 ep, the, the show would have done better. I, I, because like I said, I went into the first three episodes expecting the first three episodes and I liked them. Yep. It was, it wasn't until the fourth episode where I was just like, this is like, they should have changed it. I still, like I said, it was the least my it was my least favorite. But as a series overall, it was great. 
and I, mm-hmm. I, I personally loved every second of it. I loved what they did. I loved the little twists that they had. There was at least one thing that I was not expecting, which uh, I don't know uh, if Matt has seen this week's episode, um, but I, I'm assuming he might have at least seen last week's episode because yeah. I know he's watching it. That like the 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 white vision was just blew my mind. Oh, um, I saw that coming from a mile away. I was looking forward and, to it. And, and Matt. That is the most intense fight you'll ever see. Like the, the wait, I'm sorry, which uh, the most intense fight? Th- there, there, there will be a fight between White Vision and Vision that you will see this week. Is the mm. most intense fight in the MCU ever. Um, <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. But I, I, I like the effect you're going for. Yeah, it's I I loved that little little scenario that they had with that, and just overall, I, I I'm full on about this show. Yeah. Um, so I guess... like I I do agree that there was flaws, but I I just I wanted to see your uh afterthoughts after the show having ended. Yeah. My my afterthoughts are it was a very good show and it had and its biggest issue was pacing for the first half of the series and then but it has an, a great finish. And honestly, I just like Paul Bettany as an actor. Oh yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, when he so... was Chaucer in A Knight's Tale, I fucking love that movie. Right? Like so that's good. that is like his unsung role. Like it is A Knight's Tale is such an underrated and yeah. underspoken movie. Exactly. Uh yeah, so it was a good it was a very good show, but I stand by the fact that for the format it was released in, it was poorly paced for the first half of the series. Mm. And that's but- it. And like, the, a great finish does not save an entire show and does not override the mistakes that were made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it's, it was still not amazing. Yeah, and like, and I, I admit there are a lot of fans out there that watch the series and are like, "Oh, this reference to this book, and that reference to that book, and here's this Easter egg, and that Easter egg, and that's why this is amazing." Like, well, no, because I've never read the books, so I don't know these Easter eggs. And, like, and that's a lot of the people that I know personally know that have been like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Haven't well, either, which is what confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, it, it's like I uh, uh, the series uh, Superman and Lois recently premiered within the past two weeks. It's on the CW and it's 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 uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. They're married. They have twins. And in the comics, they have boys with two different names. Uh, And in this show, one of the boys has the same name as one of the kids in the comics, but the other boy doesn't have the same name as one of the kids in the comics. Oh, it's a fake kid. He's not real. And I know someone who was like, well, why didn't they choose the same name? What is going on? I'm like, it's a fucking show. Who cares? And so episode two, they explain why that kid got the name he got. He's like, well, that makes sense now. And I like that they did that. I'm like, well, who gives a fuck what the kid's name is? Like, like the kid is named Jordan after Jor-El, Superman's dad. Duh. But, like, that's not the kid's name in the comics. Like, separate comics from comic media. Straight up. Artistic license and adapting things to yeah. the new world instead of just re... re it's not even a rehash if they're just going to release it exactly as it was originally yeah, written. Yeah, like I I I don't want to I don't want to see the WandaVision comic in real life. I want to see 
MCU's version of yeah. WandaVision. Like, like newsflash, Civil War, Captain America dies. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Like I I like it's I want to see a new take on an old media. Like Totes. So yeah, like a lot of people were freaking out, like oh, all these Easter eggs, but like the Easter eggs shouldn't really make the show good. The show should be good because based on what the show is. Toots. Yeah. And honestly, I like the origin they used for Scarlet Witch in this one, mm-hmm. just because oh. it's more interesting than the mutant origin. I'm I'm gonna be totally honest. I thought that they were going with a Phoenix or a Dark Phoenix type of feel at first. But I really like the idea of what they're doing with the Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, in an essence, it's similar. But it is. not. I mean, Totes. At the, Disney owns the rights to, to mutants now. So they yeah, can bring care. them in at, at any point. That's why they have Blade as well. Totes. Sean, what do you think? <laughs> Listen, guys. The show, I... Honestly, I I initially didn't agree with Tim that I thought the pacing was fine, but then as it went on, I felt like it was it like they just kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Like and I think I might just not be good at watching shows like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just I'm not used to having to wait. So like a like a twist would happen and I was like <gasps> and then I'm like, "Oh fuck, now I have to wait a whole week." Yeah, to figure yeah. <laughs> out where this is going. But a- actually, the one thing I didn't like is a thing that happens a lot of superhero shows is that Wanda did something very bad. Yeah, and they essentially and they were just like, "All right, now you just get to go live in a different place. You're fine." Mm-hmm. But like, she did. She kidnapped a whole town of people. Yeah. So Couple like thousand people. Like what the hell? Like that's that always bothers me in superhero shows. Yeah, that's my only gripe, pretty much my only gripe with the finale, because there was a there was a great setup where they could have easily even had that scene where they're like, we're going to arrest you. And she could have been like, OK, or yeah. she'd been like, well, you're going to try and I'm just going to go. I like I feel <laughs> like it would have benefited better with her, like handing her like bring herself in and. And being taken in and, like, them being, like, we need to teach you how to fully control your powers. And, like I said, give us a, a Doctor Strange cameo or something where, like, Doctor Strange comes in. Like, I just wanted Doctor Strange in there because they're they're the two main characters in the next Doctor Strange movie. And mm-hmm. that's that's what I wanted. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the show's bad because it's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's, I enjoyed it. And that is a very adult response. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna get mad because it's not what I wanted. I'm still gonna accept it for what it was. Hell yeah. Hell noise. Yeah. Alright. That's it. The definitive WandaVision discussion. We did it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Done. Uh Tim, if people want to find any more of your WandaVision takes on Twitter, where can they find you? At Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore walnuts. And you, Sean. Uh, hey, it's SOB. You can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore 
podcast. You can listen to our show everywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions week in and week out. Uh, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, what's going on with PodQuest? Check out PodQuest and Nerdy Roundtable, where we talk about that week's nerd news and stuff. Uh, this week, I'm uh, changing my order of what I'm watching for Godzilla, and I'm going to be watching uh, Kong Skull Island, as well as Godzilla 2014, to get ready for uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong in a couple of weeks. Uh, Sean, what's going on with Frisbees? I'm throwing them at Obi Discoff on Twitter and YouTube, Obi underscore Discoff on Instagram. Tim, what's going on with the Person Person podcast? Uh, Greg and Gene, they should be uh, coming back for season two, read about Meow. And uh, I can't wait to see what they've changed with the format. Get some of that uh, food crimes, Estonian sports, and uh, butt science. Because can't forget the butt science. Butt science. Who could forget the butt science? All right, guys, we did it. We've we done it. did Oof. it. Say goodbye to the listeners. Bye. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Manson, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Oh, okay. Okay.